Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about mortgage turnaround times. Now, this is the, the number of days or the time it takes for a bank to approve your mortgage. And the, the fact of the matter is it's getting longer and longer and longer. We'd usually consider two to three days to be the usual turnaround time for a bank to assess your mortgage and, and come back to you with an answer. But at the moment, it's going up to a week or two weeks. Uh, we're currently, I was just in the office today, the boys were saying that uh, with Westpac, it's taking up to seven days for them to even open an email to get a mortgage started. And so what we're seeing is that banks are really short-staffed uh, for the number of applications that are coming through. And so it's taking longer and longer to get a mortgage approved. Now, why is this important? Because if you go and sign uh, sign up for a property, put a property under contract, uh, then your finance clause might only last 10 days. But if it takes seven days for the banks to even start your mortgage application, then it starts to become a bit of a time concern. You're worried that you're going to run out of time. And if you've got a finance clause that's less than that, say five days, then you're really going to be in trouble. Now, Andrew, you're very active in the market. Talk to us about how you're seeing this affect your clients and some of the advice you're giving them around this. So I think it's really important to... Um um, to always make sure you do have an appropriate length of time to to assess your finance when you go to a bank or a broker or something like that um, because you can't always get an extension of time. So uh, with, with a lot of our clients, uh, it's fairly easy to get an extension, but I know in a lot of cases in the open market, there might be backup offers on a property, and if there's a backup offer, that will prohibit the vendor from giving you extra time if you can't get your finance approved. And so a market like Wellington, for example, I know that there... Uh, agents basically don't even consider anything unless it's an unconditional offer. Like it's that hot in the market there. Um, and if there are people going and making unconditional offers when they when they present a price, um, you can bet your bottom dollar that the vendor's going to take that over first home buyer with a 10-day, 15-day finance clause. So it is making it a real challenge at the moment for people uh, and, and when they're on the market and actually going through a normal purchasing um, situation where they're going and negotiating. And so just before Andrew walks us through how to make sure, how to simplify your mortgage application to make sure it goes through so you don't have to go back and forth with the bank as much, I just want to talk as well about why are these these uh, these turnaround times lengthening. Um, the first of all is that it's probably an indication that there are lots of people who are active in the market. The market, the property market is really hot in certain areas of New Zealand at the moment and that's reflected in the sheer volume of applications. There are more applications than the bank has people to process them. And the next is, I just want to touch on something that John Bolton, who's the uh, chief executive at Squirrel Mortgages, uh, said about the Auckland market in a recent article I read. He said that the Auckland market is really springing back to life and we're seeing a lot more 95% LVR stuff. So that's people borrowing with only a 5% deposit to get into the market. Now, why does that happen? Well, uh, under the, the the new Kiwi Build regulations that came in in October last year, on the 1st of October, uh, the, the government put together some regulations that allowed first home buyers through the first home loan scheme to be able to borrow with just a 5% deposit. And the thing about these kind of high LVR loans is that there's high levels of complexity and extra compliance uh, surrounding them. There's more paperwork, and that means that if there are lots of these applications live with the banks then it's going to take longer to process them as well. So there's lots of people, the complexity of these applications are increasing and it appears that the banks are short-staffed as well. So 
you've got to make sure that your application, you've got it together and that it's going to go smoothly through the banks. Now, Andrew, how do we do that? So as an ex-broker, there's a few things that I'd suggest that people do. Um, firstly, I think using a broker rather than going to the bank directly because um, brokers can be kind of that that voice between you and the bank to make sure they present you in the best possible light and also to tell you if you don't meet the criteria now. So if you've got some defaults on your bank account, if they've looked through your bank statements and say, hey, look, you're taking money out of the casino all the time and you've been defaulting on your power bill, um, stop doing that and then we'll apply, that's some good advice. Um, and they'll look at things like your credit check and all of that kind of thing rather than a bank saying no and then it to be a blemish on your, on your application um, or, or your approval history. So some things that I recommend, make sure you provide all the information up front. So your broker should be asking for this stuff, like a payslip, um, your bank statements, uh, all, all of the information that's going to be necessary to assess your loan. And uh, while while some banks might sign off um, with conditions like payslips or bank statements, I think it's better to provide everything up front, particularly when you've got these delay times, because if you get an approval and it's subject to, you know, six or seven conditions and you're seven days into your finance clause and then you submit that and it's going to take seven days for the bank to pick up and check those conditions off, then you're running out of time. Um, I think that it's really important not to bank shop. So banks hate people that just go from bank to bank to bank to bank and just get different uh, approvals there and you'll find that um, you know that they, they won't necessarily take your application as seriously if they see on your credit history that five other banks have looked at you this week. And also there's a danger in that if they see that you've been to five other banks and you're coming to them, they either think A, you're, you're potentially wasting their time, or B, even worse, you've been told no by all these different banks. So really important that, again, you don't just go shopping around. Just uh, If you just need an approval, get a broker to tell you that it seems about right and then get them to apply at the right time with the bank that you're most likely to go with so that you know you can look at the interest rates and, and if again if you're using a broker um, the rates that you see advertised they're not necessarily the, the rate that you get you might get a much better rate go to a broker that's going to be able to tell you hey BNZ are doing an excellent deal for these these type of people at the moment investors at under 80% etc um, or hey look I think Westpac's better have them go to the relevant bank um, other things uh, to avoid I think just um just making sure that you get your structure right. So uh, banks really hate having to reprocess a loan. So if you're going in and you're applying for a, a finance to buy an investment property, have that conversation with your accountant at earlier rather than later am I going to be using a look-through company? Am I going to be using a trust? Or am I just going to do this in my own name? Uh, because if you apply to the bank uh, with with those with those with the correct information there, they're not going to have to reprocess. And I have heard of situations where clients have gone and wanted to put the property in a look-through company after getting some tax advice, and the bank has changed their criteria between the pre-approval and now. And so if they reprocess, they'll no longer qualify for the loan. So it's really important to get that right. And hey, I just want to talk about as well who this is, who this change, I guess, in the market is most concerning for, and it's most concerning for first home buyers who are always going to be a, a bit more marginal, who are going to need a bit more handholding, and actually who, because because they're doing it for the first time, are, are usually a bit slower moving in the market. So I think that it's really key for first home buyers if if you're active in the market or wanting to get into the market is to get prepared and to get your pre-approval early. 
if you can from from your own bank or, or whichever bank you're able to get that from, so that you can and go, go can go and execute a deal uh, if that comes along. The other thing I want to just touch on is the fact that this isn't an Auckland problem only. It's definitely happening in Auckland, but it's happening right around the the country. And of course, we're seeing quotes from mortgage brokers from Wellington, from Christchurch as well, that are echoing these concerns as well. And so it's really important that as property investors, if we put a property under contract, that we move quickly so that we can get the property through due diligence. We don't have to ask for too many extensions from a developer if we're buying new and that we can actually go out and build our portfolios. Now, we're going to wrap it up there, but I just want to remind you to please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more and more people. And look, if you've been listening for a while, you're thinking, hey, I want to do this property thing, then why not take our property investor quiz? I'm going to link this in the show notes, but what it is, is a seven question quiz that will give you a yes, no, or maybe answer as to whether you're actually able to invest in property based on your current financial situation. And then we send you this fully automated, like thousand word report on what all of your numbers mean for you and your ability to get started. That's going to be linked in the show notes. Tap or swipe over the cover art. It'll take you straight there. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.